Whenever you're ready, drug addict. <laughs> Jealous? A little bit, yes. <clears throat> as soon as we're done. <clears throat> test one, two, test one, two. Check, 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 check. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the vocal minority with Nick and Steve. Nick Reynolds, Steve Harness, and cousin Brewski. The vocal minority with Nick and Steve. Take one. Welcome to the vocal minority. Nick and Steve, all Brewski. Taking one. We do it in one take, ladies and gentlemen. That's just kind of the kind of podcast we have, right? Yeah. We've talked about some podcast people write their show out and then just read it back. That's lame. Yes, this is all live, ladies and gentlemen. Well, I mean, we're doing it live. You're hearing it later, but... Like Saturday Night Live, recorded live in front of a non-existent That's right. So welcome to the show. See our webpage, thevocalminority.net, and see our uh, socials right there. They're great. They're awesome. And uh, yeah, let's see. YouTube, we got Facebook, we got the Twitter X thing, we got uh, TikTok, of course. We're on Reddit now. We got our first comment on our Reddit thing. So nice. Nice. Some page we posted on. Uh, we posted a video today. I was telling Nick it's either going to get us banned or it should do some views. And I have been getting some notifications during the show here. So some okay. people on YouTube are at least watching it because I'm seeing I wondered it. why. Why Why do you think that would get us banned? I didn't understand that. Did you watch it? Yeah. It's got a porn image in it. So either people are going to love it or it's going to get us banned. But you can't see anything. I mean, it's it's a porn image that could be on TV. Yeah, that's pretty debatable. I think it's an R-rated porn image. I mean, technically, there's hmm. no genitalia on display, but it's two people having sex, reverse cover. Oh, Let me... I, I remember that 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 that's three we talked about. Okay, yeah, it's the Elon Musk tweet that I thought was ridiculous. That the head of a media company would take risks and tweet stuff like that. So, so yeah, I mean, it's a sexy image, but um, that's not PG thirteen. That's for sure. I think I've seen it on TV, dude. It's just it's the, the woman from it's her back, and you can tell that she's sitting on top of a guy but, but you can't see context. anything we've seen images on tv where it's a woman's back and you could tell she has a shirt on but not while she's reverse cowgirling on top of a <laughs> dick at the time like I you mean, can't see that though it's uh, know, you know left up is. to the mind oh, you know please it's two people having sex and they're both naked i know it's slightly artfully framed so you don't see junk but please well if it is pornographic we'll get kicked off youtube right away within you know this first 24 hours so we'll see uh, I, I hope I don't get us kicked off. My worst case, I thought that we would have to pull it down or something. The irony was Twitter a year or so ago, they made us remove a tweet because we used the word, the word slut. Yes. Oh, yeah. That got us red flagged and we had to remove the tweet to have our account reactivated. So no slut shaming. Come on. Right. But then now the new owner can post pictures of two people having sex where they're both clearly naked and everything. So I don't know. So yeah, With Tucker both- Carlson in the image. I mean, that's the worst oh. part of that image, dude. Is that who's on the laptop in that? Yes. It's Tucker oh, Carlson. The guy's watching Tucker Carlson. At least Tucker's not naked in it. No, oh, thank God. That would definitely be <laughs> That's cruel, cruel and unusual punishment. Yeah, he is in Russia, though. I think he's in Russia in that club. He is. So yeah. So check out the social medias and find it all. Uh, Hey, dude. Before we jump in today, can I get some advice from uh, you, Steve? Sure. I would like advice, or is this unique? No, I do. Well, Bruski can't give me this advice. Only be he might be able to tell some of it, but this has to do with having a a young kid. Okay. Okay. When Crosby, well, I guess I'll say both of your kids, did they get to a certain age where their style, their uniqueness started coming out and their 
the way that they spoke started changing? Sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, teenage years. I mean, somewhere in the middle school era. Well, what's that? Like seventh grade or whatever? Yeah, seventh, eighth grade, 12 to 13. You know, Crosby is 14 in eighth grade right now. What did you notice? I mean, just did they started using slang or what? Yeah. I mean, definitely slang has come about, and they're learning most of that from social media, speaking of which. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, their own sense of style and fashion, their own uh, taste in music and whatnot. You know, yeah. they, they start to come into their own. Okay. And uh, I will say, Crosby told me the other day, one of his friends complimented him and said, I think your dad's had some really good musical influences on you because you're always talking about Metallica and Pearl Jam and Soundgarden. That's <laughs> nice. Yeah. A pat on my back for that. Thank you. Did you ever think, like when you would hear Crosby talk, uh, did you ever think, oh, it's almost comical? Like, oh my gosh, dude, you're funny. Because, I mean, you're really trying to, I see what you're trying to become here, and it's it's a little comical. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, it's more, there's a little comicalness, but also just seeing the evolution of a, of a young kid coming in yeah. alone and, you know, because I'm sure our parents thought we were dorks when we were saying dude and we were radical and whatever like completely bro that's exactly how i felt about it but at the same time so i'm talking about my uh, my nephew coden uh who is you know i love him like a son i've been in his life a lot you know him growing up um but he is starting this transformation and it is comical to me that i sometimes when he's talking to me like i have to hold back my laughter and not in a bad way but like this is my example calls me last night he was over at his girlfriend's house she was making uh uh he's got a girlfriend and uh uh, how old is he uh he's uh 15 okay okay rachel asked uh you know have you guys had your first kiss and he was like yeah, long time ago. Oh. <laughs> I was like, oh. she. We got off the phone. She was like, ah, oh, I still see him in diapers. You know, like it's weird. And I was like, well, you know, he's fifteen. I said I had sex when I was fifteen. Not oh. to, you know, but yeah. I was gonna uh, say he could be in that category for sure. Yeah, that's what I said. I was like, he may be giving her the bone. You know, the bone. Oh. But uh, what the kids call it though, Nick. He he might be smashing her though. That is what they call it. So he may be smashing with her. But uh, he was over at her house, and she drinks tea, and uh, she has one of those electric kettles, and oh. the tea became uh, up to heat, and uh, she grabbed it and she spilled it all over his leg, and he's got second degree burns all up and down oh. his leg. Oh. Terrible, dude. Jeez. So he calls to tell me this last night that this happened. And his vocabulary has completely changed. I talked to him a month ago, dude. Okay. Uh, and, and it wasn't like this. And I didn't realize it happening over the last month, but it was just in full effect. And he was like, you know, that hot water uh, is spilled on my leg. You, you, you know how it be. You know how it be. You know. Oh, and I was like, oh. I don't know how it be, dude. You know, like, I don't know what that's like. And I was just like. What are you doing? Was that was there at least a, a bunch of misuse of the word literally? Yes, dude, that kind of stuff, you know, like uh you know how it be. You know, I was just like, no, dude, I don't. I, why I do you why Beatles, you, <laughs> the Beatles right. want us to let it be? I don't know. Yeah, can we do that, please? You, you know what you gotta do? You got you gotta talk to them like Sly Stone, right on, brother. 
you know, <laughs> send me some skin. You know, I need some bread. You know, that, that sort of stuff. Yeah, this Dude. is why I'm pushing positive pop culture on my kids. Because if they start absorbing the wrong crap, that's when I'd be embarrassed. You know? Well, he's totally into hip-hop. And he's got actually really good musical obvious. taste. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that's the way he's going. And like I said, I don't want to laugh at him because it's not funny that you're getting your style, you're becoming who you are, but like it's just funny to see that that transformation, you know? Yeah, for sure. It's interesting. Well, this is actually a decent setup, though, to what we're going to uh, talk about today. All right. Well, thank you. A little pat on the back. You're welcome. Are you done with your coding story? Or? Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah, you know how it be, dude. Go for it. I do know how it be. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I, I uh, came across two different articles here that I thought we would dissect. One of them is talking about things that once you hit 40 and above, you should not be doing anymore. And then the other one is things that when you were a kid, that now that you're 40 or above, that you probably regret that you did those things back in those days. Okay. This is a good list, dude. Now... I have said many times on the show that I don't feel like I'm about to turn 48. I think I'm a pretty uh, hip, in shape dude that rides dirt bikes and plays guitar and rappels down 20-story buildings. I think I'm pretty awesome. I, I think that you already fell out of the category, dude. When you say I think I'm pretty hip, you know, like uh, I think that is such like an old dad thing to no, say. I get no. what you're saying, but I don't think you can say it like that. Listen, dude, you know how it be. If I say that I'm ripped, then, you know, then I do sound like a poser. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm sticking with R slang because that's age appropriate. But, you know, I, I even recently had a woman on a date be like, yeah, you, you seem pretty badass for an almost 48-year-old, and you seem like you're in pretty good shape. I was like, yes, you seem to have two eyes because, yes. Those also, uh, she seems like she might be a little ageist, dude. What, what do you think? Yeah, like 48-year-olds are lame, dude? I mean, we're not grandpa. Most of them are. I'm telling you guys, we are the, the lame list. When I look at other dads in my community, I've been telling my kids for years, do you understand how much cooler I am than the average dad? I mean, I work at a radio station, play guitar. Like, I am a cool dad. And most 48-year-olds are into early 50s like Brewski really are not. Question is, though, is if you ask them, would they think they're pretty hip? <laughs> I think that they would say, yeah. I think most dads would say, yeah, I think I'm a pretty hip guy. <laughs> That's know? a good question. I only hang out with the hip ones. so Yeah, right. I've had other dads, though, tell me, like, yeah, you you know, basically you are pretty cool with that radio job and, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff. So I think maybe in some ways we're the exceptions to these rules. So let's run down some of these things they say that now that we're 40 plus that apparently we should not be doing. All right. Let's see if we first, agree. First one on the list is late night outings. Now, there's a catch-22 here. I don't stay out often until 2 or 3 in the morning anymore, like I certainly did in my 20s. But we're all still going out at night. We're going to concerts. I've been to, to clubs and different venues and stuff. I mean, we're still getting out there. I've been partying. Yeah, that's kind of stupid. I mean, uh, I wouldn't consider myself a party animal, but I can say that in the last six months, I've probably had, you know, Four or five nights that I'm out past 3 a.m. Oh, really? Past 3 a.m.? That's a late yeah. night. Or right at 3 a.m. Yeah. Getting after it a little bit. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes, dude. Yes. I, I mean, I'm not dead. Them. To be able to stay out that late. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't have to take a nap to stay out that late, but I usually sleep the next day just to have like yeah. an easy day. Yeah. 
I mean, it's a bit of a joke that once you're after age 30 or whatever, like I'm in bed by eight o'clock and listen, yeah. certainly I go to bed earlier than I used to, but I still go out and have fun events when there's something worth going out for. I don't just go hit the club at midnight on a Saturday if I'm home, like hell no. You know like, how it be. We have to have a sure thing, right? To go out and do like, I'll stay out till three if I know I'm going to do something I love. I'm not at the age where I'm going to see how the night goes, see if we can get into something. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I want to plan. Yeah. I do remember the days where people would show up at your house at 11 o'clock or midnight and be like, hey, let's pre-fire so we can go hit the club at one. Like, right. <laughs> yes. Those days are done, but yeah, yeah. I still have late night outings. I don't know. Brewski, when you're Ubering people around, what... Do you see people that are, that are parents in their 40s and 50s? Are they going out to concerts? Are you picking them up at a club at 2 a.m.? Uh, not at a club, but uh, I've actually picked up more than my fair share of people. They've gone over to someone's house for dinner, like other couples, believe it or not. I've dropped off and picked up a lot of people, go into like uh, holiday parties at like country clubs or, yeah. uh, you know. But You've not, also not, been not, uh, asked to come inside and have a threesome with some Uber people. How well, old was yeah. that couple? I bet they were in their 20s. No, they, they were, were not. They're right. They were out yeah, on they, the they town were, and decided to. They were, they were probably at least late 30s, early 40s. Right. So they're having sex parties and still getting after it. <laughs> That's right. I'm just saying the cool ones amongst us are still doing some of these things. So. Uh, the next one on the list, I, I don't even know what the hell this has to do with age, but binge-watching TV shows? First of all, when we were under the age of 40, there was no such thing as binge-watching. That's not how TV worked then. But why, why, why does that have to be a young person thing to binge-watch? I binge-watch. I binge-watched five seasons of Game of Thrones in like two weeks. I would say that's an older thing that, you know, we hang out on the weekend and binge-watch TV. I mean, yeah, I, I binge-watch all the time. Maybe because they have the ability to do that now versus how TV used to be was that you got the episode, you watched it, maybe you talked about it, but if you missed that episode, well, you weren't going to see it again until the summer. So right. Someone had to, be able to tell you all about it. Right. You had to wait for summer reruns. Yeah. This article says that, you know, 40 and up, you're satisfied with just a couple of episodes before bedtime. The lure of a good night's sleep overrules the cliffhanger ending that you want to get to negative ghost rider i i i stay up way too late most every night and i'm yeah. usually watching something that i don't want to stop watching yeah i agree now maybe you're binge watching in lieu of going out to the bar or the clubs or something maybe that's something you do 40 plus but sure i don't know what gonna have some balance dude i do both we don't we all do both dude just go Again. and get some cocktails, maybe some beer or something, and just do it at home. Get a pizza delivered. Maybe get some hair on. You know, you know what I mean. Like uh, maybe smoke some crack, dude. Uh, uh, the hey, night wait, wait, wait. is a puppy. The night's a puppy. Right. <laughs> do some smashing. You know how it be. <laughs> yes, you know how it be, dude. Go on. Uh, what about this one? Excessive multitasking. Many people find the urge to multitask decreases once they've hit 40. Instead, they prefer focusing on one task at a time. Uh, I don't completely disagree with that. I don't have the luxury of not doing multitasking, you know, uh, especially in our jobs. Like, we were bred on actual multitasking yeah. where we had, you know, 10 things that we were running live on the radio at once. So I'm the king of multitasking. The older I get... I noticed I'm not as good of a multitasker as I used to be, but I still have to do it and do it daily. Yeah. 
I would argue back in my 20s, I didn't have enough things going on in my life that necessitated multitasking. I mean, uh, I've yeah. got multiple aspects of my job, but I've got kids, i got pets, i got a house to maintain. Like, I, If you don't multitask as an adult, I don't know how you get anything done. Pubes to trim, dude. You've got a lot going on. Got to make sure no one's watching me while I'm <laughs> pubes. I mean, that's multitasking right there. It's become a joke at the Reynolds house, by the way. Every Anytime I go outside to smoke a cigarette, Rachel asks me, you going to shake your pubes? <laughs> no, dude, I'm not. I'll tell you, Nick, I was peeing outside the other day, and I was sitting there peeing like, I don't see how this is any different than shaving pubes out here. Like, come on. So freeing, isn't it? To pee outside, dude. It's the greatest feeling in the world. I, I, I do it at least three or four times a week. Outside, outside urination. Yeah, <laughs> yes. exactly. Yeah. I'm, outside I'm while pr- shaving my pubes. That's multitasking, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. for sure. That'd be talent, dude. I'll tell you, because there, there are a lot of times where I'm out driving and I can't just go into find a fast food place and use their bathroom or something like that. Sometimes I just got to stop someplace. And I mean, that's why I have so many different what I call pee spots yeah. around the city and that sort of thing where if I have to go, if I know I'm coming to a particular area, I'm like, I got a pee spot right there. I'm going to yep. take myself out and then get back out. As we know, I'll pee in the car, dude. I mean, uh, sometimes I pee in the car, <laughs> you know, before I go into, into a, a gro- in, into the grocery store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Into a bottle, you know, like you know, a- really old, you'll just pee in the car. I mean, you know. Little, yeah, little, little trucker lemonade, Nikki. <laughs> exactly, dude. And I'll tell you, I'll be honest with you. I thought when I got my first container, I was like, I'm going to need a pickle jar, dude. You know, <laughs> I'm going to need something <laughs> wide. But turns out I'm I'm good with a Gatorade, you know, oh, bottle. So. He's going to put the Nikki pickle in the pickle jar. <laughs> right. I've realized uh, uh, on that topic why I love living in a small town. Like in my little town, even when I'm out and about, like, I don't know if it's my coffee drinking or what it is, but I, you know, I pee like once every hour or two. So I know the restaurants, the grocery store, the CVS, like I've got a few spots pivoted around town that that I can always stop in. But the other day I was in Reno and I had to pee so bad. I go into a Starbucks. There's a code door on the lock. Sure. Go into the grocery store. Every, every public bathroom I went to had a fucking lock on it because <laughs> I guess homeless people are in there all the time but or something. You gotta go to so a I had casino. to go pee behind a warehouse. You like did? To, yes, I had to find a location like no security cameras, no trucks are back. I just jumped out, I peed on the back of the warehouse, got back in my car and left. <laughs> Good for you, dude. I'm proud of you. You should just, just go to the casino. Those bathrooms are always open. Uh, that is a good point, but I was not near the casinos in Reno. That's a very oh. downtown corridor. Gotcha, okay. I think what we're talking about is an older thing, having to freaking pee all the time, dude, and not yeah. be able to control it. Like, And when I start thinking about the fact I have to pee, there's no stopping it. It's like when you have to poo and you're thinking, oh, I'm almost to the toilet. <laughs> like something starts creeping down. Yeah. Quick, right. I almost shit my pants last week. I don't I don't really poop in public unless I have to. Uh, I was at the grocery store and as I'm going in, I'm like, oh, yeah, take a shit, dude. <laughs> I, I got to get my shopping out of the way and then I'll be home. So I was just going to try and maintain. I get into the produce section and thank God almighty, dude, that there was a produce worker out there placing oranges all over the place. I almost shit my pants and I was like, do you have a restroom? <laughs> and, you know, he had to take me back through the double doors of the yeah. back of the grocery store and let me in. Dude, uh, it was coming out of me as I was sitting and thank God I didn't hit the seat or anything, but like I, it couldn't have been any closer. So, yeah, you yeah. get older. Sometimes you got to poo. Sometimes Sometimes you got to pee. It happens more often. 
well, I was going to say, I do a lot of preemptive peeing nowadays. Uh, again, when I was leaving Reno the other day, I'm leaving this office from a meeting and I'm like, I don't have to pee, but I'm like, well, it's an hour drive home. You better try to pee. <laughs> You're <laughs> so, like a parent, dude. My parents always used to say, go to the bathroom before we leave. You know, right. it's, it's so hey, uncomfortable. There, you know? Question on that drive back to where you live. Are there any truck stops along the way? I don't think we have any truck stops around here. Not traditional truck stops. I mean, there's some gas stations that have truck, you know. So, oh, okay. I don't know. Just because those, those are always good spots to, you know, go get off, get a soda, get a snack, hit the yeah. bathroom. You know, no, it's you're right about fun. the casinos, though. When there are ones around, I will stop because those are, you know, those are easy. But, yeah, every Starbucks, every grocery store, I don't And also the casinos always have attendants that are in there always cleaning, too. Yeah, but why are you asking for the code, dude? Why did you get in the car and go to the next spot? Why didn't you go ask for the code? Well, that was another embarrassing thing. So I go into the Starbucks and I go over to the door and I just stare at it for a second. And the woman (laughs) at the counter, she yells at me two one zero three, and I'm like, "What?" And she's like, "The code is two one zero three." I sat there entering that code like ten times. I couldn't get it to work, and I didn't (laughs) turn around and be like. Hey, I can't get your freaking coat. I just left. That is so like, funny. All right, have a good day. <laughs> <laughs> well, because sometimes it has to be two one zero three, and then you have to press the pound key. I did that too. <laughs> oh, okay, that didn't work. <laughs> it worked. So. Uh. Then I did feel like the old man having to go ask the eighteen-year-old working. I can't get this code thing to work. <laughs> Damn electronics. Oh. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, next thing on the list of uh, things you're not supposed to do after the age of 40. This is not a problem for me. Uh, impulse shopping. Do you ever just feel the need to go hit the mall and buy some new shoes or whatever? I don't ever hit the mall, dude. I may be good. I, I may be in a mall once a year if I'm unlucky. Like, I don't like the mall. Yeah, maybe Christmas, maybe something stupid. But I, uh, yeah, I do impulse shop a little bit, but it's mostly done online. I'll go on to an auction site or something and impulse exactly. shop. You know, okay. yeah. yeah. Nikki and I are, are brothers in, in uh, thrifting. Uh, we're both on the Goodwill site all the time. We actually send items to each other. Like, hey, yeah. look what I found. You know? Yeah. And we'll send items to each other that we think, he, oh, he may want to buy this. I'll send it to him. <laughs> but so, yeah, I do that a lot. I yeah. think that counts because that's the modern mall having Amazon or eBay on your phone. And, you know, yeah. So. yeah. Yeah. I avoid shopping like the plague. I just hate parting with my money. So I don't have that urge a lot. Uh, it's usually calculated. Like, I know I need a part for my dirt bike, so maybe I'll spend a little bit more on the cooler one that's, you know, custom colored or something. But yeah. I don't just ever feel the urge to go shopping. I think mine must be like, you know, a form of retail therapy of just like, you know, I need something new and shiny. Uh, you know, I'm a little uh, depressed. I'll go get something. So I think that's <laughs> what this is talking about. The old, you know, yeah, in, you know, retail therapy, as you were saying. So. Yeah. Although I will say recently, I, I texted Nick a couple of times. I'm like, hey, can we be girls for a second? I'm looking at some <laughs> new shoes. Are these jeans? Would these look good on me? <laughs> you know, like, what outfit should I wear tonight? Sometimes yeah. you got to check with people, dude, you know? Yeah, absolutely. It, yeah. It's always a good thing. It, show, it shows that you actually care about both your appearance and whatever event that you're going to that evening. That's right. Because you want to look your best. There you go. And I did just get some new shoes, and I'm loving So Nice. Nick helped me with that. I know yeah. you get like shoe knowledge. So. Are, they, are, they, are they shoes or are they like sneakers? Uh, sneakers. Yeah, they're basically uh, knockoff chucks, and they're okay. uh, they're bright purple. They're they're freaking awesome. So good for you. I appreciate that. 
Yeah. If, I, uh, if I need watch advice, I, I might go to Brewski for that one. But Oh, no, no, no. no. Nick is the watch whisperer. I will tell you right now, uh, I went ahead this foray into trying to find myself a, you know, a, a 40s or 50s bull of a watch. I was very specific <laughs> yeah. about what I wanted for this outfit I'm putting together for Viva. And uh, I was mining Nikki for, you know, everything watch because he's got the knowledge. Nice. Yeah, you're the accessory guy, Nick. It's good. Yeah, maybe I, maybe I am. Uh, <laughs> hey, dude, speaking of Viva real quick, can I just tell you that I told Harness this earlier. You know, Judy, show friend Judy? Oh, yeah. Uh, she gave you a compliment the other day when I was talking to her. She was like, Brewski's really a smart guy. He's really intelligent. I was like, are Brewski? <laughs> i was like of course he is yeah he's really intelligent about and he has a, a vast array of knowledge and she was like yeah he's he's funny i like him so then i was talking to her like a week later and she she listens to all the podcasts and she said uh hey do you know when bruce he's gonna be in vegas in april uh and i was like i don't know the exact dates and she, i said how come she said i'm gonna be in vegas in april and if we're down there at the same time, I'd love to meet up with them, have a drink or whatever. So I'm going to have to get dates from you, all right? The April 18th to the 22nd. Viva Las Vegas at the Orleans Casino. Oh, yeah. Nice. Will you go get a beer with a uh, super fan? Well, yeah, considering that I've actually had conversations with this woman. I was drunk that one night when we had the DUI attorney in the studio, and Nick brought me into the studio and sat me down in front of a mic, and he, he had me call Judy drunk. <laughs> yeah, we've done that at KBSG a lot, uh, and I would want to say, like, this is not a super fan, all right? I, I don't. I want no. the distinction to be made that you know uh, she's one of my closest friends. So I think that's a badge of honor. I'm acknowledging her for listening to all these episodes. You got to be yeah. super. Fan. That doesn't mean you're crazy or something. How dare you? <laughs> okay. well, you know what you. it is. I, th I think it's like had a clone, dude. I mean, it's <laughs> no, a lesser. But we've we've had so many people we refer to super as super fans. And they're really crazy. So yes. I think, unfortunately, yeah. that particular moniker has has, right. has uh, yeah. kind of uh, attached itself to to a negative connotation. <laughs> yes, I think you, stable people can love us too. I mean, of you know, course, yeah. Yeah. Sort of a super fan to say, yeah, you got to have some mental problem if you're a super fan of ours. So. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, hopefully, you and Judy can uh, meet up. So. Yeah. Well, I'll All be right. at the bar drinking. So th th that's. Usually, if you're looking for me, that's the first place where you should go to. So <laughs> there you go. All right. So uh, yeah, we're talking about things that uh, on this list that you are apparently not supposed to be doing after age forty, and uh, this is another debatable one: uh, eating fast food. Oh, I break I've, that every time. Yeah, <laughs> you got McDonald's with you, and I, you know, Brewski's admitted he likes to jerk off at his neighborhood McDonald's. So. <laughs> but, uh, A little soft serve. Yeah, you go there for more than just that Happy Meal, right? It's a special sauce. Yeah. <laughs> I leave it behind, you know? <laughs> what, but, gentlemen, how much fast food are we eating nowadays? <laughs> oh, well, Brewski, where, where are you at? More than I actually should. I, I And I mean that really. I'm admitting I have a problem. How many times I, I, a week do you think? At least four or five. Mm, okay. You bounce yeah. around or you got a favorite? No, I'm using McDonald's person. But I, I'm not always buying, like, a big meal. Like, a lot of times, like, my standard order is, like, a McDouble with no pickles because I don't like the hot pickles on, on a, um, you know, 
Who wants a hot pickle, you know? Come on. <laughs> Dude, I wouldn't mind a hot pickle once yeah, in a while. Watch the porn call. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, a small fry and a, and a large Coke. That's that's my that's my. my I like that you put the small fry in there. Is that well, saving a few calories or something? Uh, yeah. No, no you know, no, it's not the calories. It's the blood <laughs> sugar, actually. Even more than soda, potatoes in particular make your blood sugar spike. Yeah, all those carbs turn to sugar. Uh, yep. Brewski, it's funny that, you know what, we have the almost identical meal. If I'm really living life and doing it up, I'll get a quarter pounder with cheese meal, okay? Sure. But most of the time, if I go to McDonald's, and my uh, I may go once a week, okay? Sure. It's either for a breakfast sandwich or I will have a bacon McDouble, small Ooh. fry, and a Diet Coke. Okay. Small. Okay. Small. Now- I do have I do have a, a special burger I get, but I usually like to walk in and do it myself on the little kiosk thing because okay. nobody ever ma- makes it right. Yeah, and it's basically just it's what I would call a mini Big Mac, which it's a plain McDouble with shredded lettuce, mac sauce, and onions on it. Perfect. <laughs> yep. I like your custom creations. That's good. Yeah. You know, yeah. We've talked about the show before. I used to be like you, Brewski, probably even more so because I used to eat fast food constantly to the point where they would often tell me that they suspected me of credit card fraud because when they would, <laughs> I'd be there for breakfast and then when I'd go back for dinner, they'd swipe my card and it would tell them this card's already been run here today, like, you know, suspected fraud. And I would have to tell them, like, no, 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 I've already been here twice today. <laughs> so that's yeah. my card. But. And you were at least five, t- five days a week then. I mean, you did it every day you went to work. Yeah, I was going to say, it was six or seven days a week and often two meals a day at any given place. You know, Wendy's was my favorite, but I was a McDonald's, Jack in the Box, I mean, Burger King. Uh, I so wish there was a Jack in the Box near me. Oh, yeah, they're not East Coast, huh, right? They used to be. Back in the 70s, they were here, and I remember that. As a matter of fact, I actually pushed my sister out of my parents' car in a drive-thru in Jack in the Box in Brighton. Sister, to, this, to this day, my sister will not let me live it down that, that I, I opened the door and pushed her out the door while my dad was going through the drive-thru. That's insane, Bruce. Yeah, love that. Or, uh, or were you pissed off and needed food? Or were you hangry? Why did you push her out the car? I, I was maybe five at the time. So it's not like it was a teenager thing. And back then, no seatbelts, right? No, yeah. no, no, no child seats, no booster seats, <laughs> nothing like that. So it was easy to do. That's funny. No yeah. child locks yeah. in the back seat. Windows rolled all the way down. So we are supposed to be eating fast food, or we're not supposed You're not to. Supposed to be. This I'm too old. Says after forty, you should not be eating much fast food anymore. Now I don't eat fast food much anymore. I maybe go couple times a year at the most and we usually when i do i'll get a sandwich i will not get fries i will not get a soda i i've stopped drinking soda entirely i just you said you're good boy you'll probably lose 10 pounds just without even doing anything else i mean but i get how good it is i mean that's why i used to order a coke with every meal when i would go out i mean it was always i will tell you the a rare occasion where i do get a mcdonald's there is something, there's some chemical in that stuff, man, right? Bite into that, and it just gives me this crack addict, old school feeling of like, oof. This Get a little rush going. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. that's dangerous. That's <laughs> you know, why I don't smoke crack. Like, so, yeah. You know, what's funny about McDonald's fries is they have a system where they'll only buy their potatoes from one yep. vendor, 
and it's a special breed of potato that doesn't have any marks in it. You know, when you usually buy a russet at the grocery store, you know, you'll see little spots in it. These are bred to have no spots in them, so their fries look perfect. But there's also some chemical that they put into them for them to crisp like they do uh, that has a a cancer-causing, it's carcinogenic, dude, Uh, I mean, uh, in it. And you got America, and well, around the world, actually, hooked on your fries, so... But they taste good. So. I try yeah. not to eat them, but I get a small, like Brewski. I'm watching my health. You know what, though? I'll tell you. I mean, I got a double Big Mac last week because they started, se- they started selling those. That's four patties? That's four patties. But but <laughs> I think they went about it wrong because it's really messy. Mm. Back back when I was in high school and I worked at McDonald's, we used to make this thing we called an all-pro Mac. And that's when McDonald's had a partnership with the NFL. And instead of regular patties on a Big Mac, we would put quarter pounder patties. Mm, I like that. Yeah, but with the, with the four patties on the Big Mac, it's too messy. It's just yeah. like slipping and sliding. It's yes. all over the place. Yeah. So it was, it was just a, a little much. You like the Coke better at McDonald's? I mean, are you in on that whole uh, fountain drink of Coke at McDonald's is better than anywhere else because yeah. they're the only yeah. restaurant that gets the exact formula that's not a mixture. Well, well, yeah. I mean, unless we're talking about a Coke in a glass bottle. because mm. And I mean, I mean, Mexican Cokes are cool and everything like that. But from when I was a kid, nothing was better than a Coke in a glass bottle. Really Andre. cold. True. Yeah. And, and it was just the best. But yeah, it's Ooh. true. McDonald's, they get them in like metal can, you know, things, right? Everyone else gets the bag of syrup to mix on their side. Yeah, then they mix them and maybe they have the mixture right. Maybe they don't. They McDonald's gets actual Coca-Cola. Yeah. Yep. Well, I love a Mexican there. Coke. Oof. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, those are big around here, too. So uh, next thing on the list, and I think we're probably all safe with this one. After the age of 40, you should not be keeping up with fashion trends. Hmm. I don't think any of us are keeping up with fashion trends. We think you're a little more stylish than either Bruce or I, but I don't think you're trendy. You just have your own kind of thing. That's right. Thank you for that. I appreciate you saying that. No, you're welcome. Yeah. You want to go make out? I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we, we acted like girls earlier in the week, dude. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, uh, you know, Nick and I found it hilarious. When he turned 40, he had a uh, surprise party, and it was a 90s theme. And Nick and I just showed up wearing what we wear because that's how we still dress. <laughs> yeah. Everyone went out and bought stuff for the party. <laughs> like, we were like, no, nah, it's in my closet, dude. It's what I, I was going to wear right. tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So yeah, I don't I don't trust somebody over the age of forty who's very trendy. That's uh, that's a red flag right there. And you're probably a pedophile. I'm just saying. Well, uh, well, no. unless uh, unless that's your business. <laughs> oh, no. If you're if you're in the fashion yeah. business, then I mean you 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 know. Although you no. can, you can't. But then you're a trendsetter the though. You're not keeping up with the trends, right? You're setting them. Right. Or what about if I'm a gay man? Uh, you know, I usually the gay men that I know in my life and not all of them, but most of them uh, look, you know, that's where metrosexual came from. You know, like they look more trendy or are on new trend. Yeah, I was going to say most of the really fashionable gay dudes I know are slightly ahead of the curve. They're not keeping up with it. So. That's right. Yeah. Trendsetters. They're really put together. Part of the reason I was talking to Nick about clothes recently was because uh, I got new jeans because I only have one pair of jeans now that doesn't have holes in it. That's where my fashion sense is. Like, 
when I only have one pair, then I'll buy more. <laughs> yes, yeah. Did you wear all those holes in, or did you buy them with holes? Please. You think I'm some poser? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I yeah. just wanted you to explain to the audience so they knew. Right. Although I do recall in the late 80s going to merry-go-round at the mall and buying, like, shredded jeans and stuff. But. Acid uh, wash, baby. That was Acid the 80s. Wash. You know how it be, dude. I mean, that was the 80s. <laughs> I do know how it be, so. Uh, let's see here. Next thing on the list. Um, <laughs> sorry. Um, let me read the entire statement here. Going to the gym for hours. Not just going to the gym, but going to the gym for hours well, is apparently was- something after your age of 40 or not. Uh. You're not supposed to do, you mean? No. But do you go to the gym at all, let alone go to the gym for hours? That's the caveat. Okay, I'll agree with this statement. I don't think that anyone over 40 should be spending hours at the gym. But uh, when I was going to the gym pre-COVID, okay, I had a membership and was going to the gym. I would see 20 maybe early 30s they'll go hang out at the gym dude for hours for hours i mean they'll sit on a bench and like you know go through some tiktoks go to the bar and have a protein shake (laughs) yes dude i mean it's like a hangout place for them i think if you're over 40 and you're hanging out for hours at the gym like you said you're a pedophile or a pervert or something you know, I mean, you know it's true now in fairness some gyms have opened up cafes inside of them and all of these hangout sort of things but no don't hang out at the gym also again well uh say wipe down the equipment please uh, you know there's nothing worse than laying on somebody else's sweaty backboard so wipe the equipment down have you ever noticed that when you go to the gym and you're in the locker room, there's all these old dudes, I mean, older than me, that completely just walk around the locker room completely naked? They love it. They That's love walking like, around naked. Just like yeah. red flag. saggy ball sacks all over <laughs> yeah. the place. And I've been sitting at the bench tying up my shoes, and some dude will walk in there, and he'll like put his foot up on the, the bench, yes. drying, himself, drying himself off. And he starts like drying his ass crack out. Like right there, not even a foot from me. I've got a little space here. We worked with a kid named, uh, a guy named Pat Ford uh, at KBSG. Do you remember, Steve? Oh, yeah, sure. He (laughs) was at the gym one time, and some old man was sitting around, and his balls, like, hang close to his knees. I mean, his ball sack. (laughs) And he put his foot up on the bench and took a Q-tip and cleaned his butt out with a Q-tip in the gym. <laughs> in front no. of other people. Right in front of Pat. Yeah. I was like, wow, dude, these old men are getting crazy. <laughs> right. And this is why Nick asked on the last episode, uh, he's realized he's never seen me naked or vice versa. And this is why. Like, that would be <laughs> right? the only yes. scenario, and that ain't happening either. So yeah, I don't want to see you naked. I just am wondering, like, uh, have we ever seen each other naked? I don't think so. No, no. The and you're okay with there. that? I'm yeah. good with it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I just was curious. The night's a puppy, so you never know what could still happen. <laughs> Every time you've teabagged me, my eyes were closed, so I've never seen you <laughs> naked, dude. Right. I usually roofie Nick, so he's got no memory of anything. <laughs> right. As 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 uh, Steve's balls are going across your forehead and down over your nose and everything. Yeah. Feels That's like I'm like getting it. a erotic massage, dude. I don't know who's giving it to me. It's a blindfold, basically. So. <laughs> <Right>? Yes. <laughs> All right. Let's flip to the other side of this and just bust through a couple of these. These okay. are things 
things that they're saying that when you were young, you didn't do, and now that you're older, do you regret these things? Oh, okay. Um, first thing on the list, skipping sunscreen. You know what? I skip sunscreen now, uh, and I am sure, am almost positive, that there will be a day I regret it, and it'll be the day that I have cancer, skin cancer. Um, but at this point, I do not regret it. How many times have you gotten like really sunburned in your life? Several. Well, yeah. Yeah. I've, I've, now, I mean, yeah. I've been. Well, like, Bruce like, and I are fair skinned and at least former redheads of some level, right? Yeah. Yeah. So how, how about you? Uh, how many sunburns have you gotten in your life? Like bad ones? Oh, oh, geez. A lot. I mean, yeah. I, I can't even count. The, the last real major one was probably, probably at least 10 or 11 years ago, uh, but it was, it was bad. Like, like my back was purple. And was it because you just didn't care about sunscreen? No, well, I didn't put sunscreen on, and I fell asleep on Venice Beach. And after, eating, <laughs> after eating, I was swimming, I got out, I ate a sandwich, I of laid course. down, and Jen said, "Jen said, you want to put some sunscreen on your back?" I'm like, "No." She said, "You know you're gonna fall asleep. You just well, ate." I'm like, "No, I'll be fine." She said, so okay. you were skipping sunscreen, yeah, yeah, okay. I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do so you regret those choices now? I don't have any real skin problems now. But yeah, you, see, you you're like me, it. dude. Well, <laughs> once we hear like you have skin cancer, we're gonna be like, shit. Yeah, I should have, I should have done it. Yeah. I have had so many terrible sunburns. I got sunburned once. Uh, I was in like the second grade. We went to the Bahamas. On the first day on the beach, I didn't put any sunscreen on. Uh, I got so sunburned. I spent the next two days vomiting. That's mm -hmm. how severely burned I was. Yeah, um, you're you're uh, you you always lather up in sunscreen now, so you learned your lesson. Yeah, for the most part. I mean, I have to be smart about it because I sunburn so easily, especially living up here in the mountains now. Where, as we've discovered on the show, you're closer to the sun, so you burn easier. It's a scientific yeah. fact. So, but, uh, <laughs> one time though, I don't when think I was, that's true. But. It is true. I think <laughs> the research. I don't know that you, that's true, when, when dude. You, All right, Nick, you, you're brilliant. I'm wrong. All right, someone mark it down. I was wrong. Okay, go ahead. Wait, so, question: When when you sunscreen? Yeah. Did you also spray sunscreen on your head? Well, back when I had a nice, thick, full head of hair, that was never a problem. But nowadays, I will not go to a beach or anything outdoors without wearing a baseball hat because because it, I will burn the top of my head. Yeah, because I've, I've actually gotten a sunburn on top of my head so bad that um, it broke and I was oozing blood coming down my, like the side of my head. <laughs> my face. You've had some doozies, dude. Uh I, I've had sunburns where, uh, you know, they were bad, and I've blistered from them before. I've never oozed blood or anything like that. But, yeah, now it seems like, you know, when Rachel and I are out, if she, she wears sunscreen because she's part of the pale force, uh, and she usually puts it on me, you know, like she'll put some sunscreen on. So if I'm with her, I'm usually sunscreened up, but not all the time. I had one time in my 30s, we were floating down a river up here, and I sunscreened head to toe because I knew better by that age, but didn't realize with my feet bobbing in the water the whole freaking time that the sunscreen had washed off. And the next day, I hopped out of bed, and I collapsed. The tops of my feet were so burned, I couldn't hold my body weight up. I mean, I was... Wow. That's terrible, dude. Here's, here's, a, here's a sunburn story for you. This is sophomore year of high school. I go to the beach with, with my, my aunt and my sister. I put sunscreen on, go in the water, don't realize that some of the sunscreen had washed off, but some of it stayed on there. And I got sunburned. But I had like this, this like, my legs look like uh, a sunburned cheetah. 
I had, oh yeah, you had spots all over you. Spots, and I couldn't wear pants, so I had to wear shorts to school. And I'm in math class, and everyone's like, "What the hell happened to your legs? What what's going on?" You Look know? like you have leprosy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, any any youth listening, I would definitely sunscreen up. I know it's lame and all that, but uh, yeah, it can cause real problems. Put a little on your peanut while you're doing it, dude. A little, you know, a little motivation. Sure. If, I mean, if you're, <laughs> listen, if I was a nudist, boy, I would have a hard life going out there. I mean, yeah. Uh, next thing on the list, uh, people don't do when they're young and regret when they're older. And I will vouch for this one, not saving money for retirement. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, it could always be better. You know, if you think that way, it could always be better. Even if you've saved, it could always be better. I wish I would have listened to my father. He told me stupid shit like, you know, if you're making $300 a week, put $50 or $25 a week in savings and, you know, that'll accumulate and you'll be a millionaire by the time you're 40. And I was like, yeah, right, whatever. <laughs> if I had done that, dude, I would have been loaded. Yep. I have, uh, I've had people preaching me since I was like 16 to do that. And I, I've always thought like, all right, I'm 16. When I'm 20, I'll start saving. Then you hit 20. I'm like, hey, when I'm in my 30s, I'll start saving. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Now right. I'm like, when I'm in my 70s, I think I'll start saving. <laughs> right. No, honestly, I've just been like, I'm just going to work till the day I die. Like, screw it. <laughs> so hopefully yeah. not, dude. Hopefully you'll get a good thing going. Yeah, like winning the lottery. That's the only. Oh, or maybe, or maybe uh, your your theater child becomes a big star and she takes care of you. That'd be nice. Or if this podcast could go viral and we actually make a living off it, that's that's my real retirement plan, right? Yeah, now. I want I want Will Arnett money for for the podcast. That's what I want. I want yeah. Joe Rogan money, hundred million a year. Good God! Well, Will 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 Arnett and and his stupid podcast with Jason Bateman, they just got a hundred million dollars for their podcast. Jeez. Yeah. No, I mean, there's a lot of podcasts out there doing it. So it's actually not a crazy notion that we could do that. So let's That's keep it cranking saying. out, gentlemen. I, got, yeah. I want to retire someday. So Yeah, exactly. Uh, here's a dumb one, if you ask me. I don't know. But uh, you, you regret not learning a language when you were a kid. Now, I will say in my high school, there was two choices, French and Spanish. And what a waste of a language if you learned French. Spanish, I get, but French? Yeah, I regret that all the time that I didn't learn a language when I was a little kid because you can absorb so it easier. so much quicker and it's easier. Yeah, so I I do regret that. Uh, I'm learning German now, and it's hard when you get older. That's um, a hard language too, though. Yeah, and I've I grew up around it, so I've always known a little bit. So I had that on my side, but this um. Gosh. Schwanz. Hey, uh, what's the uh, program that uh, everyone's using for language now? It's like Duolingo is what it's called. And okay. it's actually a pretty good uh, app that you can go on and actually learn a lot of stuff for free. And the way that they're teaching language is so much easier than the way Ms. Johnson taught it when we were in high school, you know. What were your choices in high school for languages? Uh, I think we, I think we actually had Spanish and German Oh, okay. Brewski, what about your school? Oh, well, geez. in eighth grade, you got you got one language per semester, per quarter. I oh, wow. So you had French, Italian, Spanish, and Latin. And wow. then once you got to high school, uh, sophomore year, my sophomore year, they started offering Portuguese, which isn't unusual because in, where I grew up in, no, in Somerville, 
there was there's a big Portuguese community, and also in Cambridge at the time, uh, in East Cambridge in particular, huge Portuguese community. And nice. there were a lot of there were a lot of Portuguese kids I went to school with who could speak Portuguese because their family did, but they couldn't read it and write it. Yeah. So 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 they knew the words and what to say, but if you put a newspaper in front of them, they couldn't be able to read it. So that's why a bunch of them, because we would say, "Well, you're cheating. You can already speak Portuguese," and they'd say, "Well, I want to learn to read it and write it too." But yeah, they they had those are the, the choices that we had. You have access to pretty stellar sausage where you live. Here, yeah, like down yeah. on the South Shore in Fall River and Taunton, you can, <laughs> lots you can of gay get, bars in Boston, right? I mean, no, I mean like a uh, Portuguese sausage. Yeah, exactly. Oh, the best, dude. Yeah, yeah. You go, you go down there and down the Fall River in the Beige, and and you get there's plenty of Linguisa, plenty of places to get it down there. Nice. Yeah. All right, I got one last one to throw out. Okay. And my kid's sitting on a curb right now, so I got to oh, get out of this podcast. You know how it be. Give right. it to us, dude. He knows how it be, so he can. <laughs> Uh, last thing on the list of things you uh, may have done early in life and regret now. This is a habit that I somehow stealthfully avoided because I was around it all the time, certainly in the band and all that stuff. And I always just refused because I had this philosophy. If I'm going to smoke something, I want to have a high off of it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Do any of us regret picking up smoking early in life? I'll tell you. Packs his cigarettes on the show right now. (laughs) I'll tell you what, dude. Uh, New particles, too. uh, Yeah. I, I, yes, I will say that I regret getting into it because if I never started, you know, I wouldn't be where I am now as far as I love smoking. (laughs) I, you know, like uh, even more so than just the addiction part of it. Like I love everything about smoking other than the the smell of you know my clothes and stuff like that there's a routine ritual to it right that you enjoy total ritual total relax uh you know i mean it's it's a great thing to do if uh, you want to pick up a new habit uh you know it's uh, not a bad (laughs) (laughs) yes so yes i do regret ever starting i quit once when my aunt got cancer and died I quit for five years, and then I split up with my girlfriend, longtime relationship, Heather, and drove to the gas station when I left the house and bought a pack of cigarettes, and I haven't looked back. I stick with things. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, I, I don't quit. Right. So. I mean, I do smoke crack, in fairness, but yeah, that's a fun uh, ritual, yeah, too, yeah. I have. So. And that gets you high. There, You haven't broken your own rule, right? Yeah, I'm not a hypocrite, so yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Bruce, did you ever smoke? Um, I mean, I smoked cigarettes here and there as a teenager. Um, as an adult, uh, I do smoke cigars. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and um, this past year for Christmas, I um, I got my sister gave me a pipe because I used to smoke a pipe with one of my roommates. We used to have pipe night on Wednesday nights. We'd sit on the front porch smoking pipes. You but, smoke any pole at all ever on occasion? <laughs> No, I've that had sounds my like a gay bar smoke. night too. Pipe <laughs> okay. Night. So, yeah, okay. Followed after Tuesday sausage night. So yes. Yeah. Pipe well, night. All baby. right. I'll, I'll tell you one habit I picked up in high school that I'm not afraid of uh, or I have no regrets, and that's being on the radio and doing this sort of thing. So. Yeah, this podcast. So yeah, we're uh, grateful to be doing it. Although it's killing me, much like cigarettes. So maybe maybe I should Uh-oh. really pick up that habit. So. Well, you're about to feel better. <laughs> you're about to feel better, dude. Don't worry. Sweet about release that. of death will make it feel better. <laughs> <Right>? Yes. <laughs> yeah. 
All right. We are in the vocal minority with Nick and Steve Olabruski. We are uh, thrilled to be here. We're not dying. We'll be back with a couple of podcasts each and every week. And we have a webpage. You can see us there. That's how we do it. It's the vocal minority.net and all the social medias. Find us, like us, comment, share, et cetera, et cetera. Goodbye, Brewski, please. Goodbye, Brewski. Like, totally awesome. And we say bye-bye. You know how it be. Test one, two, test one, two. Stop. I-